Hello. Hey, I'm Lindsay. I'm Brianna. And this is Gone Gone with the the Windies. Windies. So, how's it going, Brian? Um, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Understandable. I mean, you're aware that just a few minutes ago, I completely... I'm aware. I completely rammed my teeth into your head on accident. This, this did happen. Um, it did happen. We were trying to film a little a little TikTok, yeah. a little tickety-tock, and please don't roll your eyes at me, ma'am. I don't love that. Why would you say tickety-tock? I don't like that attitude. Why would you say tickety-tock? Why would you not let me express myself the way I need to? Okay, anyways, we were filming a little TikTok where you like press record and your screen record. You want to explain yes. it? I don't really understand what You it screen is. record and you're on Snapchat and you have a 3 second timer and you both like you have to press the button. You go individually, which was not Brandon didn't know that. You go individually, <laughs> you press the button for the 3 second timer. You see how far you can run and like touch something and then turn around and come back and you touch like the same place in however far you go. And so you can see, like, with a few people, like, how far you've gone. So mm-hmm. it's just Brianna and I, but I want to see, like, who could go farther and, like, whatever, run faster. Because it takes a picture after three seconds, and you can see who's come f- closer to the camera. Right. And I wonder who would run farther. I wonder. However, um, Brianna, like, I was like, okay, cool, like, I'm about to do it. And I start screen recording. I press the button, turn around to, like, start sprinting as fast <laughs> as I can, and she's just standing right there. And I run into her. <laughs> But the best part of the whole thing is that I was screen recording my Snapchat. So you could mm-hmm. see the whole thing happen. And only for three seconds, though, because, like, it happened. And then I, like, <laughs> covered my face and start laughing. Yeah. And then it paused. You can and, like, see, took the picture. You can really see, like, the impact of yeah. the injury. Because it was... It's so funny. It just really... Wow. I've never... I've never bonked my teeth so hard on someone's skull. It was so funny. It was kind of crazy. And it, a little bit, I felt, like, concussed, but I know that's not possible. But I think just, like, a, maybe a minor whiplash situation, because my head did go back. Yeah. I mean, you, it was an impact, so yeah. of any kind. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I'm feeling okay now. I, I don't feel superb, but... You didn't feel superb before, to be fair. That's true. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I basically woke up at three in the morning to drive to Blacksburg to see Lindsay because of a whole thing. And so I'm a little tired. I'm a little bit running on five hours of sleep. Yeah. So Brianna got up at three in the morning and I actually had to get up early too. I had to get up at five to drive my roommate to the airport, the Roanoke regional airport, which is like 45 minutes away. So I woke up at five, drove her there, drove home and then got home at like seven, crawled back in bed. (laughs) And then Brianna got there at like seven 40 and I was like, cool, cool, cool. I'm still so tired. And obviously she was too. She drove four hours. And yeah, then we just got breakfast, hung out. She had work. And while she was working, I took a nap. So I'm like much more rejuvenated and refreshed than she is. So if you can hear that, which I feel like is normally the case on the podcast. I feel like I talk more, but yeah. Um, if you notice a little drowsiness, it's correct, probably. You're perceiving that correctly. Yeah. I'm feeling like I'm chilling, but only because I had a nap, so... Yeah, I'm jealous. That's where I'm at personally as a person. And what about you? I, oh, we just talked about you. Yeah, personally, not fine. Great. Fine. A little concussed. You're not concussed. I know, I know. I know. Okay. Well, I'm trying to think what else can we even talk about mm-hmm. we're doing. Maybe we'll just get right into it and then maybe another episode that we record this weekend will be 
Yeah. I don't know. This is the one that will be next, though, so you'll be hearing this the most recent. Yes. Um, from when we recorded it. Yeah. So, yeah. So true. So, so true, bestie. Yeah. So, this week's episode is going to be about conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. <laughs> why, yes. do we, why do we do that? Um, so... I think we mentioned it in a previous episode that we wanted to do conspiracy theories. We thought it would be interesting to talk about some of the things people believe or don't believe. Yeah. And so we each picked a couple conspiracy theories to, like, do research on and just, like, look into a little bit more so we could have a conversation about them. So I think we'll just go back and forth and talk about the theories we found and some of the interesting facts or what people believe and True. maybe if we believe them or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, Brianna... You want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I would love to go first. All right. So, sorry, just clearing my throat. Um, the first conspiracy that I have selected is the 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 Mothman folklore legend. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm listening to you. Read. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought I I sensed some sass, but no. I guess I was wrong on that. Um. Yeah, but basically. What happened was there was this couple in West Virginia in this little town and they claimed that they saw this like moth-like creature with glowing red eyes and it was like the size of a man. So I don't know. They were like, it couldn't have been an animal. Um, and then in that same year or this like the years following, there was a lot of other people that claimed they saw something similar and then there was a bridge collapse and so a lot of people think that there's some sort of connection there with the bridge collapse when was this this was in 1966 um that was the first reported sighting of it and the bridge collapse was in 1970 apparently this was, like, adapted... This this was written into a novel, and then it was adapted into a movie in 2002. Oh my goodness, we have to watch the movie. We definitely have to watch the movie. Also, fun fact is that um, there's a Mothman Festival every year in this town in West Virginia that started in 2002 or 2003, I don't remember. And it was just, like, because they knew that they had this one thing that they could profit off of yeah um and apparently like a lot of people come like between 10,000 and 12,000 people and they just mm. have lots of activities and they like celebrate the folklore of the mothman um yeah but I just think it's so interesting like I I love these stories of people claiming that they've seen these things and like other people have seen these things too um but basically the consensus is that there is nothing paranormal or alien about this. Um, the current, like, scientific thought is just that it could have been, like, this specific bird that is in that area. And it has a wingspan of, like, seven feet. So it would make yeah. sense, like, the moth yeah. wings. Um, and apparently it has, like, red, red eyes. Yeah, yeah. so... That's There's so also a chance that it could have been, like, an owl, because if you are shining a flashlight at an owl, their eyes will be, like, glowing. Hmm. Um, yeah, but there's a lot more about it. I don't know. There were a lot more sightings than just those few people. Um, but there were some people that specifically said it looked like a large bird with red eyes. So... Very well could have been a large that, bird with red eyes. <laughs> that feels the most right to me. But a lot of people have just kind of spiraled on this and really hooked on this story. And I just think it's so interesting that it's been, like, 
adapted into a novel and a major motion picture. The Mothman Prophecies is what the movie is called. Yeah, is it like a horror movie? I want to say probably. I didn't actually look that much into it. That's um, so funny. Let me see. Doesn't say. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd literally never heard of the Mothman. So when you said you wanted to do that, I was like, cool. I have no idea what that is. I hadn't heard of it until pretty much like a few weeks ago when Riverdale introduced a plot line of oh the Mothman. Um, cool. cool. <laughs> I see. I see where I came from now. Yeah. Yeah. It makes more sense. Makes more sense. I will say. I don't think I really believe in it. Yeah. Do um, people go like Mothman hunting? I don't like think that hunt? it's really that kind of a thing. Um, I don't even know where you would look. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. West Virginia, probably. <laughs> probably. It said something that, <laughs> um, there are like anecdotal tales of the Mothman attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers, which is hilarious. What? I, I, I kind of think that it's been weaponized. Yeah. Um, in the local area That's to so be like, funny. oh, the Mothman, the Mothman cometh, be careful. Don't yeah. get into trouble now. Watch your back if you're making out with someone in a car. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Yeah. It sounds about right for West Virginia, though. It does, it does. West Virginia. But yeah, honestly, there's not that much else interesting about the Mothman. Um, apparently there's a Mothman Museum and Research Center. I believe <laughs> it's located in that same town, which is Pleasant Probably. Pleasant Point. That's or so Point funny. Point Pleasant. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so I'd love to visit one day. Oh, my, my last fun fact is that uh, in June of 2020, someone started a petition on change.org to replace all Confederate statues with um, a statue of the Mothman. Mm-hmm. And... It says, as of March 2020, it it has garnered nearly 20,000 signatures, but I went and looked, and the only one that I found had, like, 5,000, so I don't really know. Mm. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but, yeah. Worth a shot, you know? Worth a shot. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. That is funny. <laughs> hey, I mean, be like that. Yeah. But that's the Mothman. That's the Mothman. He's gonna come He's get you. Watch out for his red glowing eyes. Yeah, for sure. And his seven foot wingspan. <laughs> All right. So my conspiracy theory I'm going to talk about is the moon landing. And <laughs> I actually had a lot of research already done on this because I did a speech about it in my public speaking class like two years ago. And so I have like a ton of information like already on my computer about it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about. Great. I have my little introduction, my very first thing I said in my speech. I literally just took my speech outline and put it on here, so I'm going to basically give a speech. Cool. Um, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Or was it? Did America really put people on the moon? Or was it filmed in a studio with actors, costumes, and a man-made background? Many people question whether or not the moon landing actually happened, so I hope to explain both sides of the issue so you can be educated about the topic and decide for yourself. Though some people believe the moon landing was real, at least 10% of Americans don't believe it ever happened. Why is that? And here's where I would talk about the different reasons why people don't believe it. Mm. At least 10%. That's such a funny statistic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where did they even get that? I I love it. Yeah, Gallup poll probably. (laughs) Alright, so one of the things is that there's no stars in the background, and this, researching this was actually really interesting because I remember, like, trying to find scholarly articles 
that talked about how it was fake and none of them do obviously <laughs> but it's like random claims here and there and I found a book that like talked about the claims mm-hmm. but then disputed them mm-hmm. but I quoted the book as like talking about the claims that were false because I was like I can't find any other sources that talk about it so one of the things is that there's no stars in the background because they're like okay they're in space like when you take pictures like shouldn't there be stars in the background and you would think because it's like literally in the sky you'd have stars but in reality, like, everything I was reading was, like, it might have just been, like, the film camera, like, resolution, like, or, like, literally a number of factors. Because when you take a picture, like, with your iPhone, depending on the exposure and, like, all the settings and stuff, like, you're not necessarily going to see the stars in the background. Like, even though there are mm-hmm. stars in the sky, like, right. you're not necessarily going to see them regardless. So that one is just funny because it's like, oh, well, in pictures, like, wouldn't you see stars because it's in the sky? And it's like, well, yeah, but, like... You don't know the specifics of that exact situation. Like, that's not enough to be like, well, we didn't actually put people on the moon. Because also, like, wouldn't they Photoshop stars into the sky if it was in a studio? Mm. You'd think. Well, did they have Photoshop then? Well, I guess maybe not. But if they have, like, a background, like, right. they could have put different things in the background. True. Anyway, so that's the first one that people cite is that there's no stars. The second thing is that the flag shouldn't be waving. So the flag that... Neil, Neil Armstrong, question mark? Buzz... Buzz Aldrin? Sure. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) No, either. Which one is... No, Neil Armstrong is an astronaut. Or is he the biker? I was... Lance Armstrong is the biker. Okay, cool. I always forget because they have the same last name, so I never know. (laughs) Who put the flag in? Uh... Neil. Okay, I was right. Killing it. Okay, so Neil Armstrong, when he put the flag into the moon's surface, like the American flag it waved back and forth, and in the pictures and the videos, everyone's like, oh, well, there's no wind on the moon, the flag shouldn't have waved. And it's like, okay, but the fact that there was no atmosphere means it would react to whatever, like, it's like when you, like, hold a flag and, like, wave it back and forth, like, you're the one waving it. If you, like, touch it and move it, it's gonna, like, those vibrations are gonna react, like, through the whole flag. Right. And it's not from, like, wind or anything. It's literally just the fact that, like, he moved it and, like, twisted mm-hmm. it to, like, put it in the ground. And so it, like, True. just followed, like, the natural vibrations of it, like, being moved. So, it, like, rippled the flag. True. Okay, so also, it was Buzz Aldrin who did the flag and it okay. was Neil Armstrong who took the picture. Oh, okay. Good to know. Supposedly. Oh, who knows? Who knows? We weren't there. Exactly. Yeah, so people say, quote, the moon has no atmosphere, and so the flag being blown by the wind is not possible. And wind's not present without an atmosphere, and since the moon has no atmosphere, there cannot be wind. So that's what people believe. First, that there's no stars, and second, the flag should not be waving. The third thing is that there's no blast crater made from their, like, lunar module that they used. So the part that, like, landed on the moon should have created a blast crater, basically, like, in the moon's surface, because it weighed 27 tons and so it landed with like a ton of force and you would think that it would have a blast crater and to be honest I can't remember like the thing if I saw anything that like debunked like this one specifically but I don't know again it's just like okay like that does not seem like ample evidence that we didn't land on the moon because there's like one thing you know mm-hmm. anywho um On the other side of, like, we did go to the moon. So I tried to pick things that were, like, pretty... I had to do three different things for each because I didn't want to, like, have three things and then just, like, debunk them Mm -hmm. in, like, the why we did land on the moon. So I have completely different things. So the first thing is that we have lunar rock samples. And, like, they brought back tons of samples of things from the moon. And, oh, over 800 pounds. 
and geologists have been studying the rocks that they brought back for like over 30 years. And it says, quote, the rocks formed in the absence of oxygen and water could not have been collected or manufactured on Earth. So it's basically like based on geology and like the way these rocks were made, like they could not have been from Earth. Like they're not like made in a factory or like just like random Earth rocks. So that was interesting to me because that felt like very concrete science that's like, no, like there's no way these could have been made on Earth. Like at least in any natural way that -hmm. we would like find rocks. And the second one is just like the sheer amount of people that would have to cover up if it was fake. And the fact that not one single person has like come out and been like, oh, by the way, like it was fake and I have proof. Like the crew, the team, like anyone, literally anyone working on the project, like the casting crew of the people in it or like the people watching or anyone who orchestrated it, anyone who made fake moon rocks, like any of that, like they would have to keep quiet. Mm -hmm. And it's been so long to the point where it's just like, that seems unrealistic just because of the amount of people that would have been involved in like the creation of the cover up story. Mm -hmm. And the last thing is that the probe photos match. So this means that the pictures they took originally when they went to the moon match exactly like with the landscape and the atmosphere of pictures that a 2007 space, Japanese space, like, mission Mm -hmm. took in 2007. So, basically, it took pictures and created, like, a rendering of what the surface looks like, and they compared it to the pictures from Apollo 15, and it was, like, exactly the same. And so, if at this point we hadn't been on the moon at all, or hadn't, like, taken, like, pictures, like, super close or anything, how would they even know what it looked like? And how could they, like, replicate exactly what it would look like in, like, a studio if it was in a studio? Mm -hmm. So that was something really interesting because it's, like, okay, another very concrete example of, like, the pictures of the moon from 2007, like, very recent, like, pretty Mm -hmm. realistic and logical. Like, if that matches what they did, then, like, why would it be wrong? Yeah. So that was the third one. And that's, like, pretty much all I have. That's, like, the three three big arguments for why people say it's not and then kind of debunked and then three main arguments for why people say that it is. Yeah. And, like, very science-based. Have you watched... There's, like, a series about conspiracy theories. Yeah, watch I watched... That? Yeah. Did, I remember one thing that they mentioned was, like, w- one of their reasons why they think it was fake was because of Buzz Aldrin's, like, response to paparazzi. Like, he never wants to talk about it, and he'll never say that he went to the moon. Like, that's... Oh, interesting. Yeah, apparently yeah. people will go up to him and be like, did you really go to the moon? And he never says anything, but it's like, dude, if someone's bothering you... You wouldn't want to say anything anyway. Just, you'd just walk away. If you went to the freaking moon, and someone's and, like, you didn't go to the moon, I'd be like, screw you. Yeah. I went to the moon. Also, the fact that it's, like, very, like, not... It's just like, oh, it seems like it could be fake because of this. It's not like, Mm -hmm. oh, here's a fact. Like, it's not like he said, I didn't go to the moon. He just hasn't said anything. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how is him not saying anything, like, make you think that, you know? Yeah. It's just so funny. But yeah. I love that that that's a reason. Moon conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's really hilarious. I didn't know that. (laughs) I watched a documentary, like, probably, like, a year and a half ago when I was in that class, but... Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. I should honestly watch those because I'm pretty sure that one of them is about crop circles. Probably. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a part two episode. Who knows if this one. <laughs> Maybe. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So that's the conspiracy theory about us landing on the moon. So you oh can gosh. decide for yourself according to my speech. <laughs> if you think we did or not. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm really glad that some of your um, collegiate studies could come in handy. Oh yeah. For the podcast. 100%. That, you know, like it was all worth it, right? Oh yes. It was for all worth it. For this moment. Five sure. Yeah. Yeah. This moment alone. So, the next conspiracy theory, I just gave it away um, a little yeah. bit, but it's, uh, 
I was interested about crop circles because, I don't know, I mean, I know there's really close to no evidence that there's, like, um, paranormal or um, alien activity going on with it, but mm-hmm. I wanted to do some research, so I took to Wikipedia. I didn't... Of course. Didn't check anything else, but... Um, so a crop circle is basically... Um, in a field, uh, you wake up in the morning, you go outside and there's just like massive circles in a field and it's like, huh, how'd they get there? What's going on? Um, and yeah, honestly, there is not a lot of information about it. It's pretty much, well, plenty of people have come forward and been like, we did that. It was a joke. It was a hoax. Ha ha. Pranked ya. Um, so there's pretty much no evidence that it could be anything other than that since people have literally come forward to say that. But, um, there is, some people think that it might have to do with like the weather, but that's also not very likely because it'd have to be like really strong wind and, um, I don't know. But one thing that's interesting is that this happens a lot near like these ancient rock sites like Stonehenge and then another one, Avebury, Ababury. I don't know. Um, I feel like I don't have a lot to say about crop circles, to be honest. I didn't find this that interesting. People just make crop circles as a joke, it seems. Oh, wait, no, there was, there was one really interesting thing. And that was that, um, in Australia, apparently there was this field of opium poppies, which are grown for medicinal purposes, apparently there, and there were these little wallabies that apparently had been creating crop circles because they ate the opium flowers and, like, were tripping. (laughs) And so they were just moving around in circles. That's hilarious. And that was honestly the most interesting thing that I read about crop circles. Everything else, it it seems pretty unlikely that it could be anything other than just humans messing around and trying to make you believe something. But it's funny because they have been around for a long time. Like, the first... Apparently, the first crop circle uh, recorded was in a 1678 news pamphlet. Oh, wow. So, oh, well, but also it says that it's not considered a historical precedent because it it describes the stocks as being cut rather than bent. So, oh, so someone literally just like someone mowed it. Yeah, that's different. So, never mind. But, like, people have been messing with this stuff for a while. Yeah, it's seems. not new. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> well, there you have it. There you That's have crop it. circles. I'm so sorry. That was so boring and It's okay. The short. only reason I had a lot on the moon is because I did a speech about it. True. Um, the next one I want to talk about is Bigfoot or mm. Sasquatch. And something I thought was interesting, I always thought Bigfoot was, like, one creature like, Bigfoot, like, one person, Mm -hmm. but apparently there's, like, community, like, people think there's, like, a community, like, Sasquatch as, like, a species, and there's, like, multiple of them, and they just, like, haven't, like, no one's found, or, like, seen more than one at a time or whatever, like, the sightings they've seen, um, but I thought that was interesting, because I, like, didn't really know it was, like, a people, like, Mm -hmm. a squad, but I actually really want to listen, there's a podcast called Wild Thing Mm -hmm. by Laura Kratz, and that came up a lot in my research, Um, but she basically just, like, was, like, super invested, like, she was super interested in Bigfoot, but she didn't really know 
what the deal was. Like, she was like, I don't think so, but, like, let me just hear these people out and see what they have to say. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, a lot of... It's not, like, a thing, oh, here and there. It's, like, a lot of people believe that Bigfoot exists and will, like, go on Bigfoot hunts and whatever. And so she was like, I really want to figure out what the deal is. And so she talked to, like, a bunch of experts and, like, did a bunch of stuff and went on, like, camping trips and excursions and stuff to try and find, like, Bigfoot and get more information about it. So I'll talk about her in a little bit. But I really want to listen to that podcast because I think it would just be super, like interesting to just hear mm-hmm. the perspective um so she believes she talks about the thing that like one of the things that has convinced her the most but she doesn't necessarily like think it's true mm. she's like kind of i feel like on the fence but still just like trying to like consider all the factors yeah and so i found a history channel website post um about bigfoot and that's where a lot of my information is from and so their original evidence was from 1957 and it was a trail of oversized footprints, like, in the Pacific Northwest area. And people basically found these footprints and were like, well, what in the world? Like, what is this? And then, like, turned it in and people were like, oh, my gosh, like, Bigfoot, like, whatever, in 1957. And it was revealed to be a prank. Like, a few years later, people were like, no, like, it's super easy to, like, fabricate, like, a Bigfoot and, like, make footprints. Like, that's not really a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so that was revealed to be fake. But there's also famous video footage from 1967 showing, like, a Bigfoot creature, like, walking around in the forest. Is that forest. the... I'm not sure. Probably. <laughs> um, I didn't actually watch the video of it. I should. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, like, your typical, like, Bigfoot spotting in 1967, which was about 10 years later, um, showing Bigfoot. And I think that's why a lot of people believe in it and, like, gives them hope, like, oh, well, we saw it one time. Like, we'll be able to find him again. And then a 10 years later, in 1977, someone found, like, patches of, like, hair and skin together, like, clumps of hair that were, like, attached to skin, and they were, like, this doesn't look like any animal that they were aware of, and so they sent it to the FBI for testing, for literally Bigfoot testing, and the (laughs) FBI, I feel like they at first were, like, no, and they were finally, like, well, whatever, like, they were just curious, too, I think, and so they tested it, and, of course, shockingly, it came out that it was deer, like, who could have seen that coming, But just, like, so funny that there was, like, a lot of articles about how the FBI literally, like, grabbed this skin and hair and was like, okay, fine, like, whatever, like, we'll test it for, (laughs) see if it's Bigfoot. Yeah. And so the final thing that I, like, found, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a ton more, but, like, most of it was just, like, random people, like, having sightings here and there of, like, random stuff that wasn't really, like, it wasn't evidence that was convincing me, really, that it existed, but Mm -hmm. you never know. But anyway... And so the Wild Thing podcast they talked about, the podcast creator, Laura Kratz, went to a trip to Washington's Olympic Peninsula, and she was with someone, like an expert of whatever, the area, I guess, and they found 21 10-foot diameter ground nests, which were, like, woven really intricately like a bird's nest, and they were deep enough to hold a full-grown human. So it was, like, these big, huge, like, bird's nests almost, but they were, like, so big, like, Hmm. able to, like hold a human and there were 21 of them like on this like peninsula and she was like that was the only like like thing that she saw that she was like wait a minute like these nests just seem like she was like it doesn't look at anything an animal would have like well looks like it's made by an animal not any animal we're familiar with like a bird's nest but for a huge animal Mm -hmm. and she was like it doesn't look like a bear's nest it doesn't look like anything else So that was the thing that she was like, I mean, that was the time I was most convinced because it was like actually like occurring in nature, it appeared to be at least. Mm. And there were a bunch of them. So I was like, "Hmm, maybe there's a Sasquatch community on Washington's Olympic Peninsula. Who knows? But (laughs) yeah, I don't really think I believe it. But at the same time, I have nothing to tell me otherwise. (laughs) I just feel like the probability that they would found him by now is kind of high. Yeah. 
And it is a very easy thing to just like put on a suit and like walk through the forest and be like, oh, I'm Bigfoot. Like, yeah. And just stay far enough away from people that you can't be seen. Mm hmm. I need you to talk about Harry and the Hendersons, because I just remembered that. Can you talk about that movie? <laughs> I've never seen it, Yes, but you did. You no. watched it. Yes, when? you did. When? I know, I know for a fact you did. I remember at Rexford, you watched it one time. And you're like, I, I came in and you were finishing it up. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I literally so moved up big don't foot. remember. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think, so it's like John Lithgow is on a family vacation in, like, I think the Pacific Northwest or something. Yeah, and he finds a Bigfoot and they become friends and they bond and then he has to release him back into the wild by basically telling him, go on, get, get, scram. <laughs> and so a bunch of TV shows now refer to like Harry and the Henderson in someone when you have to like let someone go. Or there's another one um, that New Girl references. I don't remember what it's called, but That's funny. yeah. I don't remember watching that, but I know it you sounds did. like something I would do, but I don't remember it. Yeah. I mean, it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were you coming home from? Brianna. Was I just on the couch watching that by myself? Yes. What that's a loser. Definitely something. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Because you have to be hanging out with someone all the time. Like, no, what? no. That's not what I'm saying. I just like, what the heck? <laughs> I swear it happened. Was it like summer? Brianna. Brianna. Okay. Sorry. Details I don't remember okay. at all. Okay. Sorry. I'm just, I literally don't have any record. Okay, oh, that's all that's I know. Okay, that's fine. Okay, you don't have to give me all the sass. I'm concussed, okay? Oh my god, say that one more time. I'll literally kill you. I'm not concussed. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my dip. You make my leg go dip. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll kill you. Brandon and I had like a laughing fit this morning when we were coming up the stairs because we literally just were thinking about that. We cannot stop laughing. It's a quote from the. Mary-Kate and Ashley classic New York Minute. Yeah. Um, Andy Richter plays, like, the villain, and he basically, like, the dog eats this microchip that has a bunch of pirated movies and it's worth a lot of money, and then Andy Richter's like, I'll kill you! I'll kill you! And I don't know. Lindsay does a better job at imitating it. Can you do We've it? just changed it to a baby voice now. So I'll it's like, kill you! I'll kill you! I'll kill you! I'll kill you! <laughs> yes! Yeah, so, no. I love it. Oh. Well, anyway, I guess that was the podcast. Do you have anything else to say? What time is it? 31 minutes. Oh, okay. No, I don't have anything else to say. To be honest, I don't have anything to say ever. So That's probably true. Yeah. Well, if you have any episode ideas for us, we're going to need them. <laughs> we'll have to figure out these next couple days on our own. But yeah. when this one comes out, if you have any ideas for us to do, please hit us with a DM or text either one of us or whatever. And we would love to hear them because we're running out of things to talk about. As always. Um, yeah. Well, that's all that I have for my conspiracy theories, landing on the moon and Bigfoot. Tell us what you think on our Instagram, at Gone with the Windies. Give us a rating like or review on the Apple, Apple Podcast app. app. Yes, ma'am. Please yes, do that. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, okay, we went Schmidt. and got bagels this morning, and then we saw a TikTok. Well, I saw the TikTok. Of a Starbucks drink to try that tastes like cookie butter, and so we got it, and it was mm -hmm. so good. Ice chai, oat milk, three pumps of brown sugar. Syrup. Syrup. Is that it? That's it. That's it. But we just changed it from four pumps of chai to three pumps of chai because it's kind of a lot. It, like, the chai for me is a little bit sweet, 
yeah. at Starbucks, and so I was like, let's tone it down just a smidgen, but just it was really good. Just a little bit, but yeah, yeah it was delicious. Good. Would delicious. recommend. Yeah, so, yeah. Good and stuff. yeah, that's all. And yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Mm, stop copying yeah. me. Okay, thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a beautiful rest of your week, and I hope you were happily gone gone with with the Windies. windies.